practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. I didn't see that that you had her, too. All right. We're going. Start us up, bro. All right, yeah. So uh, Henning's not here this week, but in his place we have three chihuahuas stacked together wearing a fancy tank top. (laughs) And a rabbit with a a back problem. (laughs) Uh, you, um, I was going to act like Henny was here for a little bit. Oh, shit. That's all right. I didn't know where to go. We still can. I didn't know where to go. It was a joke. He's in the bathroom. I was just going to start. I was going to say, so I owe you an apology, Henning, (laughs) because as I put together either the last episode or the second episode, um, he had the best joke of anything we've done so far yeah and it was quiet and of course i stepped on his neck immediately sure was it blog newhart blog newhart oh yeah <laughs> so good. i heard that the, when i listened to it and i was like how did i miss yeah, that yeah exactly and it was seriously like um it the way it came up and sounded was like like the the kid trying to chime in to like the in crowd in class oh and yeah like, yeah we're at the lunch table. You don't even acknowledge him. Just talking about how sharp our yeah. buck knives are. <laughs> just turn your... All right, nerd. Still and a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, no, he was actually channeling the living ghost of Bob Newhart at that moment. That was it was good. so dry and just... Uh, blog Newhart. He, uh, he actually has been doing somewhat of blog Newharting. Uh, let me just start off by saying I did write out. Uh, I'm, let me second. <laughs> let me start out by saying, <laughs> and this is going to fit perfectly by what I'm saying is that I did write down things, and the intention was, I'm having a really hard time edit. Not, I don't edit them, uh-huh. but I listen to them for like sound drop out. Sure. And I'm slipping back into that like oh the the de- dick depression hole, the dick hole, like of, of listening to it. Yeah. And part of it is. I can't fucking string a sentence together from A to Z. That's why I you just can't. The magic of editing. You'll, do you'll it. edit together your own full sentence and, and that, I'll be like, yeah, oh, that's the only way. Oh. I was like, all right, so I'm going to write down an idea. But then it was like, remember when I was doing stand up? Yes. And I wrote down uh, like every little nuance, uh-huh. like, like a serial killer kind of like thing. Sure, like, yeah. Uh, what what was it like? Talk to woman in the front. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, there's a woman in the front. But I don't know. right, like a choreographed like hand put hand on right hip. Yeah, yeah. I Look, really person in had front to row and eye wink. And then that ended up becoming the bit is so cheap. Any stand up comedy that uses quit. That uses quips or mistakes that's in your notes because you have your notes on stage. Yeah. Like fake, I don't know, fake to e- mistakes? To each their own. No, they're probably real mistakes, but you use them at the time. Like I use – and of course I utilize it because I'm not a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Uh, no, so I could read in my notes that I have a little note to myself. Yeah. But I'll read it out loud and go, isn't that a dumb note? You know, right. meta. You're just falling back on classic comedy tropes of like stuttering, really funny. Right. Exa- laughing during. Really uh, funny. That reminds me when we lived in Minneapolis, we were like, we're going to start doing comedy. Let's go see a comedy show. We went to that open mic 
and you got so you were so empathetic with this guy because his mouth was so dry <laughs> it was like a fucking glue pit he just so i was and you could just hear the skin and his tongue and it looked over at hans and he was just like shaking his head like he was about to watch a snuff film he was so anxious about it that kept me off stage in any capacity when did we when did we actually perform three years later I would probably about two years. Two after. years. Later. I mean, because that's what it take. We two year cycles. That really, really kept me. We were going to do open mic there the next week. Yeah, that kept me off stage for two years, and I remember that guy's face, a little cherubic, little chubby glasses, and the bit he didn't have time to get to because his mouth was so dry. It's like exactly. Oh, it's like. Um, did you ever see? Um, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia where Sweet D wants to do an open mic mm-hmm. and she gets up to do it like she's ready, she's prepared. And yeah. as soon as she gets in front of people, she just does the dry heaves. She just gets up, she goes, <laughs> so, <laughs> and she can't stop. That's what, that's, but, so that's a show. This was legitimate. And the bit he wanted to get to is he had a funny plastic ring, oh, like God. an eyeball ring. And so he so wanted the to reference was a pop, even a worse. Yeah, and he couldn't get to it because his mouth couldn't. And then he couldn't. He was so sweaty, like on one hand, but not on the other because he's <laughs> but an his alien. Bone dry. So he was sweaty on one hand. So his hand just, was just slipping, slipping off, off the, the ring. ring. But the other hand had um, puffed up <laughs> because he, was, he wasn't taking. He his was shaking medicine. like he was getting oh. mugged, and it was like, "Give me that fucking ring!" And he's like, oh. Oh, God. That hurt. And you know, he was followed by a guy. You might remember it. He had a bunch of jokes was about it the, the geometry department. pop prop guy. No, that guy. That guy didn't. He was do a closer. Great. This guy was the, the oh, ringer they brought in. The Department of Transportation. He kept hitting the uh, D O T M dot M dos M dot M dot. Yeah, he, yeah. He kept going hard at them. That guy fucking killed, killed it. Yeah, he was like, oh, I am dot. There's so much ice. Why don't I put a penguin in my car? Oh, but they're too busy giving me ticket. You would have thought fucking Bill Hicks came back from the grave. Whew. And popped in at this place. They went. They ate it up. Well, everybody ate it up but me because no one could have saved my soul that night. Like I just remember, I was so destroyed. It yeah. was. It was like I'd seen someone murdered on stage. Yeah. Like I was just the wind. Like I fell off a jungle gym. It would. It's funny because it, it would come back periodically. We'd be like rehearsing or talking about it. And then Hans would be like, "You remember that guy? His mouth was so dry. <laughs> it was really bad." But I managed uh, to surpass him in a worse set, you know, like 10 years later at Eastville, where everyone had the purest opportunity, and many did, to do well. Uh Um, Sorry about the dog in the background. To do well, because what happened, and it's the, 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 why I'm going into this and why I'm going to mention it is not to make fun of this girl, because she was sick. She was mentally sick. She was hosting a show. And she was, had some psychological issue, whether it was bipolar, and she was in a cycle. Best person to have host an open mic at 5.30 in, in the evening is an unhinged mental patient. But I do remember that because our two friends, Greg and Anthony, we were, we were like, what the fuck's going on? They're like, oh, yeah, no, she's certifiably crazy. And, and we were like, why is she here then? She, it's her spot, dude. Yeah. So she was... Um, at least she beat Johnny Future Jeans. Remember the other kid that hosted the the uh, he they alternated long um, red hair. Kind of looked like the scumbag from. 
kind of looked like the scumbag brother from uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> and his bit, like, he would go into a bit, and it, and I won't fault him for it. He just had to keep an open mic fucking going, like a yeah. hard 5.30 afternoon open yeah. mic. But he would, oh, and he kind of, he looked like a cross between scummy Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead and Bobcat Goldthwait. Yes. And, but he always punched his jokes by doing, like, a ride the horse, oh, like a bucking bronco, and right, like a woo yeah. woo. It was perfect. Hard. You know when to laugh. He showed you. <laughs> oh yeah, time yeah, to laugh. He, woo, he, woo. he primed the pump. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but she, so I did all right at that, and I was like, oh, oh maybe maybe I've found my path <laughs> after one four minute set, <laughs> and so I go back the next day, and I've already already done everything. Yeah, I do with anything else is throw everything that may have worked the last time out the Ouch. window. Try something new, and I'm Keep going fresh. I'm going topical. <laughs> Mel Gibson's in the news. I didn't. I did everything personal the last time, and it went well. And then I came back, and I, and I literally just scoured a paper like Mort Saul all day, <laughs> and did Mel Gibson in the hot tub bits. That didn't matter. Let I me was, become something I'm not. Yeah. So she was, she had a breakdown. She was, uh, <laughs> she was, and it's not funny that she's having a breakdown. The response is funny in this sense because, like, she's like giggling and she's like, Who wants to pay me to take my shirt off? And this comedian, Dan St. Germain, just gets up and goes, You're having an episode. My dad has episodes. You're oh sick. Oh my God. That's Stop right. it. I'm leaving. And, like, like, uh, kind of like lambasted the whole room because what yeah. comedians are going to do is they're going to use... I mean, you can't just go up there cold when right. that's going on. You have to mention it. She basically gave you the greatest setup in the world. Yeah. If you are a middling to lower level stand-up comedian or even good, you're like you're just licking your chops because she just turned it like a Looney Tunes cartoon and you're on a deserted island. She just turned into a fucking Christmas turkey. And you're just like, oh, I can't wait to make fun of this. There's so much. Yeah, exactly. And everyone did that yeah. except for me. I went up cold, ignored it all, didn't mention her, did my Mel Gibson bits. My mouth is getting dry at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and then I find, oh, and then I get nervous and I start shaking. And here's the joke. I said, I'm not shaking because I'm nervous. I'm shaking because I haven't had a drink today. <laughs> and so everyone that's like, you know, ribbed her and gotten away with it, she gets up after my set and she goes, let's hear it for the alcoholic, I guess. And so she shifted it, it right to you. <laughs> oh, so I was the only one that got burned by the burn victim. The Arkham Asylum escapee just dodged that bullet and landed in your back. I haven't done it since. <laughs> Me and me and Saltmouth. I I think on my phone I still have a few sets that I did, and boy oh boy, if I can get them off my phone. Oh, you don't have to. I have them on the computer. Oh, good. I, I taped them. They're actually good. You have one of my. Did I already mention this? You have one of my my all time favorite jokes, which is even more fitting now, which is. If I mention an episode, which is the joke about the woman coming into your bar? Oh yeah, <laughs> that that's a really good bit. That okay, yeah, that uh, was that was my one. No, it's really good. So uh, can I say it? Yeah, of course. Or, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to ruin it because I'm not setting it up. But so the the concept is a woman comes into Casey's bar. 
Casey's bartending goes up to her and, oh, how you doing? Um, can I get you, would you like a drink? She says, I would, but I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and I'm assuming this happened, right? No, it happened in real oh, life. Yeah, absolutely. And then you, you, sp- you, sp- <laughs> you spun it to somebody going into a jewelry store? Yeah, right? that was the whole idea was like, I'm in a bar. You came into a bar. I asked you for a drink. Which could be Coke, water, whatever, but it's a bar, so you one would assume. Right. Uh, so I was like, Could you, would you like a drink? And she jumped down my fucking throat and gave me this speech, like, you know, the whole alcoholic spiel. Like, I was like, okay, I didn't need to know this much about you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why are you in a bar? Like, she just wanted to take a whiff of the bar rags and relive the good life. But I was like, that's oh, no. so insane. And I was like, but that's the only place you can get away with doing that. Right. Because I was like, if you worked in a jewelry shop and someone walked in and you were like, how, how may I help you? And someone turned around and was like, I don't have any fingers. <laughs> like, why would you be ring shopping with no fingers? I don't know why. Um, I love that joke. But I, would, I, I, I made it Semitic in my head. I won't say it out loud, <laughs> but I don't know why. Oh, it was really Semitic when I first did it. <laughs> you shifted it. I was dressed as a Hasidic. Oh, uh, you should have turned. You should have turned like the. Um, should have hit her with uh, like AA rhetoric. Stay on your side of the street, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was just so mean about it. I was like, "That's it's weird." Hard to drink. I, I get it. <laughs> But she shouldn't be in a fucking bar. Go to like there's are two restaurants right next door that have exactly what you want. I would, but I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> well, you're in a barbecue joint, you yeah. fat pig. Um, let's see. Uh, I did write down. Oh, we have a lot to. So we didn't. So Henning it can't be here. Yeah. Actually, Henning's being punished. <laughs> He's not being punished. He's being punished with having a job. <laughs> no, it's not even that. Henning's being punished because we can't make the schedule. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> we can't make the normal schedule. We can't live up to his proper schedule. So we're like, you're Get in out. the corner, Henning. Yeah. Which is. You have a job during the day. Uh, I'm sure it's. I have one note from Henning. All right. He mentioned it last week because we started the show. Right before we started recording, he had said, Oh, I have a bit. Oh, yeah. And we were like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then Hans and I talked for two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. And we shut the recorder off. And then Hans went, oh, shit, Henning, you had a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he told us what the bit was. Uh, and this is what he's actually when we, this is what he said. And I thought it was funny as hell. He just went, oh, yeah, uh, I know about Rihanna and where her vagina's been. Um. <laughs> and, he, and he said he'd done a bunch of research about uh like pop culture and he wanted to like quiz us on it because I, we're both probably fucking clueless about it well i think he took because we gave him some homework on what we know as pop culture yeah but we're stuck in that hot dr pepper brendan fraser movie yeah. from the 90s chris walken uh uh, oh, fu- what is it? Pre-alcoholic. Oh, um, yeah, he's in the... the new, uh, he comes out of the, the shelter. Yeah. The fallout it, shelter. What's it called? A bomb? Throwback Thursdays or some <laughs> shit? Like, having, a, having, a, having a bomb shelter? Back in the day or something? I don't know. I saw it in the theater. You saw it in the theater? <laughs> oh, yeah. And the that, retooled Encino Man? At the, at the time... Holy shit, that's what it is, Yeah, isn't it's it? just Encino Man, but he wasn't frozen in ice. He was frozen in a fallout shelter. At the time... 
we on, our the theater uh, the town we grew up in had a theater and we only could have two movies and they brought that fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, the theater we had as a kid, I remember wanting to see the movie White Man Can't Jump, <laughs> and when they got it, it was out on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just remember Todd Stupnik worked at the theater, and oh. um, and he conned me out of five bucks by selling me a, a movie prop for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Secret prop. of the Ooze. <laughs> so it was like a big turtle holding a vial of ooze. So. Uh-huh. It, to me, I yeah. was like, that's a real vial of fucking news. I'm going to use that to, shit. To, any, to reality, it was a toilet paper roll painted green, you know. And he's like, There's no ooze in this toilet paper ring? My mom gets so pissed because she sent me out. She's like, give me some raisin in there. <laughs> I don't think you You're like Jack like in the Beanstalk. Except <laughs> you brought back garbage. Exactly. So I come back. She wants her candy. Todd Stupnik's the old wizard. Here, the, first, I, the first words out of her mouth were, Where's the candy and the change? <laughs> and I said, no, I, I spent it all on this. And I hand her this thing. And she's like, where's Todd? <laughs> and she has to go out there in the movie and drag me out with her. I, I think Todd I got... out by the scruff. <laughs> uh, I need my Almond Joys and my uh, chocolate Arizona drink. That was exactly Almond Joys or Mounds. She, what? I won't get into my mother, but. If you can have an option between an almond joy and a mound, and you don't have a nut allergy, and you go for a mounds, it's dark chocolate. Oh, is one milky? Yeah, <laughs> almond. Yeah, the almond. Milk. Well, who goes I thought for that dark too. chocolate? Moms. My mom, Milky Way Midnight. <laughs> That's because there's this myth about <laughs> the it being healthy. I'm just gonna eat a dark they chocolate bar. They just put bar. black pen ink in chocolate. That's dark chocolate. <laughs> Did you uh, ever eat baking chocolate as a kid? Yeah. Or was that just me? You just mix it with sugar. Oh, no. I just ate the bar. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> it's it's brown. I'll eat that. Um, the movie theater. I for- oh, that was the thing. So being stuck in our pop culture, we're like, Henning, get with it. John Candy movies, Home Alone. I think he just Googled pop culture and got what's he, actually relevant. He thought he would find what we talk about. Right. But he would need to put that into a computer that literally was just connected to something called the internet. Yeah. He would need to, uh, I don't know, there's specific like rules. Like 1993 internet. Like pop culture, um, quotation mark, porkies, and quotation mark. Right. And that'd be very specific. Culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ski school. Ski school. <laughs> I, uh, Henning, you didn't waste your childhood going to the cheap. What was that? the The lease place that had fucking movies. Uh, Videoland. No, there was a place that leased oh. furniture, <laughs> and they had movies for a quarter or like a uh, dime. It used to be a dime, and then they went up to a quarter. And I'm fucking telling crooks. you, <laughs> yeah, we got to rent less. Like we got to, like we weren't even allowed to look out the window towards yeah. that place once they raised it to <laughs> oh, a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> That place no longer existed. Was it called electric? Was it called the Rainbow? Curtis Mathis? Curtis. Curtis. You, would, you could Mathis. lease washers, dryers, furniture, but in this back corner, for whatever reason, they had a video <laughs> section, and it's all of the best crap, like Orion, Canon movies, oh, like amazing. Ghoulies, Ski School, <laughs> yes, Ghoulies, like stuff Critters that was made three. on a porn set on an off day. <laughs> amazing. And the best part about that is during 
I'm hitting the tables. All right. During a sleepover, well, uh, during our creepy sleepovers, we got to go in and they'd give us a shiny dollar. I'm Charlie Bucket, by the yeah. way. They'd give us a dollar <laughs> and we would rent 10 movies because they were a dime yeah. and try and watch all 10 movies in one night. And we would gauge our night based on – I miss this shit so much – based on Bare bosoms? the cover of whether it would have tits or not. Sure. That was it. You have a, that sixth sense. Yeah, exactly. Back in that time. There was like the puzzle jig. I remember that was a horror movie. And sometimes puzzle you would. <laughs> there was it's one like a of, bad Hellraiser. It's just he, like uh, it was a guy a, owns a toy shop and it's a fucking devil. It was like um, a Dutch film. I don't think so. Dutch. I think Dutch South Carolina, Dutch land, South Carolina. <laughs> but it was a movie where this guy had an overbearing mother. Of course he did. Right. Serial killer. That's based on truth. That's yeah. what happens. Um, but she, like, got him really into puzzles. Yeah. So he wanted to make a human puzzle out of different women by, like, killing the women and, and sewing was, their parts And they together. were called Jig? Uh, jig, I might the have. The Jig might have been pulled out of the, the, <laughs> the thin Jig, if you will. Um, but sometimes when you rent those movies, you would hit the fucking jackpot you'd be like this might have what i expect would be a 10 yeah. second boob shot <clears throat> oh no and it would be just pure there's a movie called angel fist if you can ever get a hold of it <sighs> holy fuck how did you not i guess you're i'm looking at it through th- mid 30 year old eyes and i see angel fist i was like there's gonna be some dirty shit in this movie shower scenes long shower scenes and uh and we proceeded to rent that movie. we rent other movies but For that would dime? always Ooh. be in the mix. Like, we're going to get this, this, this. Of course, Angel Fist. They kept it on reserve for us. Or oh, yeah. we'd hide the tag. So this was when the movies had a little have, tag. Keep it in your wallet. <laughs> Just keep it. Where your condom would go someday. <laughs> so the ring's already there. <laughs> well, Angel Fist. But uh, we might have to do a, um, an accompanied... A mystery science theater. Uh, MST3K uh, style Angel Fist. But, that's, but that'd be uncomfortable now because we're adults and right, it's, yeah. it's straight porn we're like what's the they're so it's so thin the plot's so thin <laughs> oh it um that's it, good it's good should have called good. the shower show but as you so curtis mathis you come in and you can rent furniture but i remember first of all the name it's not like it's you given up there like i'm just yeah. going to name it my first and last name yeah curtis mathis no curtis mathis's furniture rental no just, just curtis, curtis mathis, mathis. Right, that's a name. Or is, like a is, does preacher. Mathis mean something? Like, is that so. Greek for furniture? <laughs> uh, but I remember. So it was all furniture on lease, which is. It's just. It, I won't say it's sad, but it's it yeah. is what it is. But I remember you could. It's like layaway, same thing. <laughs> layaway, yeah, exactly. But I, I remember it was stuff like, a waffle iron. Oh, they and had small shit too. Small, small, and you could pay like a dollar twenty-five a month off on this waffle. Hey, iron. Ma, look! I fucking leased a waffle <laughs> iron. God, God, which when you lease, you end up paying a hundred times more than what it costs. What? Of course. What's amazing is I'm back there pulling angel fists out of my wallet, and I'm judging these waffle irons. <laughs> Lease a waffle iron. <laughs> Give me critters. I'm going to go hump couch cushions while I watch the shower scene in Angel Fist. Uh, that was, yeah. My night's going to consist of my friend farting on a couch cushion, forcing me to smell it, and then we're going to watch Angel Fist. 
I remember I thought I found a gold mine going through just one day. Like, I knew you were the same way. Like, our parents never paid for HBO, but when they would do the HBO free weekend, oh, yeah. you buy the old 10 pack of VHSs. Oh, yeah. And put them on high speed. And, high, and my old man sat at that VCR. Sometimes with the sound off, just paying attention to when the movie ends. Taped fucking everything. It didn't matter. So these tapes were like schizophrenic, like Karate Kid 2 and like Hellraiser and then Gallagher. Like just there's no sense to the tape. Those are the best tapes. Those are, yeah. I can tell you. With the the speed code on it so you can fast forward to the exact movie you want. There's a box to your left that has exactly what you're talking about in it because my parents saved they brought a box when I went to visit them or we mm-hmm. met up recently they had a box with a bunch of old jeans that weren't even mine I don't mm-hmm. know where these jeans jeans came from they're like we thought you'd want these jeans <laughs> and all these VHSs and I threw the jeans away of course kept but I had to, I still had to keep them because I remember them so it goes let's see if I can remember them right you were right karate kid 1 Ivanhoe. Ivanhoe, something you never watched ever. <laughs> That's why I had the time. Henry code. V. Ivanhoe and Return of the Jedi was one. All right. Uh, Beetlejuice. Uh, Star Wars. They must have been playing. Uh, New Hope. They must have been playing the trilogy. Beetlejuice. New Hope. Ollie Hop Noodles. Haven of Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Which I, is, is that a pseudo sequel to Christmas Story? Uh, it, I think they e, they either made it first or second. It's really good. It's got uh, Jerry O'Connell in it. Yeah, Verno, same dad, right? Different dad. Different dad. He he's the dad from Doogie Howser. Oh, okay. And he's fucking surly. In the, I don't know. I it, we always ruin movies for ourselves when we yeah. go back. So I can't go back. Yeah. Um. We went back. What we went back and watched. We had a stretch there when we lived in Minneapolis where we decided to go back and watch movies of our youth. Yeah, and it's over. For Howard me. the Duck was probably That's the, the biggest letdown. That was really hard. Really, we hard. were living on the cheap, so we would all we'd make food, and then we had the proto Netflix. But it was like you pay the monthly fee and you physically go to this place called Hollywood Video, and you could rent as many videos. Or DVDs as you wanted. Three, I think. Three at, at a time. At a time. But you could... So we would just watch three movies, go back the next day, watch three movies, go back the next day, and just ran out of movies. It was fun. It was, yeah, we ran out of movies. Uh, speaking of Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Yeah? I forgot about him. I, and were we, are we just making fun of this guy because he has a small head? Or he had an attitude, right? Oh, no. He was a dick. Okay. Good, good, good. No, there's a ten... Because we, we went so much... There was this one uh, a guy, and they would wear like purple, sort of like silky shirts with the embroidered Hollywood video, and then like button all the way to the top. Yeah, they had to be buttoned. High up. Button like, they definitely had an uncomfortable uniform, <laughs> right? Uh, so like, probably back for the fifth day in a row, renting just nonsense videos. Like we went through there like connoisseurs. Like we went through the shitty horror movies. Like sommeliers. Like, um, I don't know. The, what would, there was like a killer turkey movie. That, oh, yeah. Oh, Monsterd. Monsterd. We were like, mm, Monsterd, maybe a little too on the nose. Maybe we'll give it a try. It was like, what are you doing? So we go up to the counter and this guy, as we're walking up, he sees us and then breaks his eye contact and grabs one of those cheap realtor books. That you see around that's just like listings of houses. Oh, yeah, sure. He like, 
he didn't do this, but in my mind, he reached over the counter into the thing, pulled it out, set it down, broke his eye contact, and started leafing through it like it was the daily news. I'm like, just kind of looking like, hmm, oh, hmm, hmm. And we're standing there waiting. And he's still, do, 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 do. Oh, look at that. Mm, mm. <laughs> and we look at, we're like, really? Are we going to have to give him the, <clears throat> <clears throat> sir? <laughs> and as we're about to, he like, and fucking drool comes <laughs> out of his right. mouth. <laughs> like he just like zoned out. So we're like, let's just watch this fucking little <laughs> weird man. And we meanly called him Beetlejuice because he right. kind of looked like. The guy, the, the guy from the Howard head. Stern. Oh, I thought it was the guy that had his head or that. Sh- oh, man, it's probably both. Shrunken head guy. Remember? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. From the end of the yeah. From the end of Beetlejuice. Yeah, or the guy that's waiting on Beetle. Like, oh, bad day for him. Oh yeah, yeah. Either way, he was like a goon. <laughs> he was a goon, and he got into it with that. There, at one point, he got into it with a woman, and she's like, "I don't trust him." He wanted to touch my son. Do you remember that? <laughs> that was my daughter. What? That escalated. There, yeah, <laughs> as we were again looking for like father of the year. <laughs> we like peek around and we just hear her going, no, no, not him. Not him. He tried to touch my daughter. And we're like, whoa, Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, you, you were creepy for other reasons, but you are a full on creep. <laughs> Oh, we yeah. don't know if it's unsubstantiated or like he looked pretty shocked. I mean, us saying it is yeah. pretty unsubstantiated. <laughs> yeah, I knew a guy that knew a guy that saw a thing. It, it, please, if anybody knows a guy, an un, uh, unhomely, a homely yeah. looking fellow that worked at a Hollywood wood video circa 2003 uh, off Harriet Avenue in Minneapolis that may have touched a daughter. <laughs> Please get this. Get back to him with this, because I want to see like, that chain of events. Fucking to catch a predator, Chris Wallace or whatever his name we is. We gotcha. It's like what? It's like when you see those shows where a guy's like murdered his whole family, and they don't catch him till like fifteen years later. Yeah, he's like living he's the living good it, life down in Boca. It's not a serial. Got it's away not a from it. Serial killer guy, or usually it's not even that. Like because serial killer, like they can't stop. This guy just would, will, like, kill his wife and his kids. Or just, just escape from prison yeah. randomly. Yeah. Just because he's on a B&E or something. Fucking <laughs> like tough-talking detectives down here. And then, yeah, 15 years later, they get him. And you hear their stories, like, sweating when they get a parking ticket and shit. Like, Ugh. that is just... I've, I've done shit, like... Like, I've written... Ri- there's no way I could go that no, long without getting no, in trouble. No, 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 no fucking way. Slip my wrist. No way. Anxiety. I would anxiety. Cotton mouth. Just my trip whole into life. the street and a cop would help me up and be like, ah, <laughs> let me see your ID. <laughs> Fuck. You're not Lindsay Megan's. <laughs> um, let's see. I apologize to Henning for the joke. Step blog, but he uh, he. Now that he said the joke, yeah, I expect blog one. Yeah, yeah. Blog heart. Blog blog heart. <laughs> That's my blog about Braveheart. <laughs> we have blog my heart, Mel Gibson blog, blog Newhart, and um, I was gonna say Blogs Traveler, <laughs> Blogs Traveler, <laughs> Blues Traveler reference. That's, I couldn't go with anything. Oh, the uh, blog. Oh, that sucks. The blob blog. The blog. <laughs> the blog. Let's, let's go with the blog. Yeah, we'll go with the blog. Um, 
Uh, let's see my notes here. <clears throat> I was going to say we Ashley and I were in oh, Indiana yeah. visiting our mom, and she just has like cable, like regular cable, and it's just so weird to watch, right? Because it's all medicine commercials and just sure. it's like I remember commercials like Doritos commercials and. Maybe it's just the channels we were watching, but just insane. But she likes to watch, we, um, she will like DVR like concerts. Yeah. So she had one, and I forgot all about this. It's so good. Are you familiar with The Highwaymen? Uh, Bob Dylan, George Newhart. No, George. <laughs> George. Uh, is, it, is that who they are? Like the it, it's, it's a super, it's a country super group, super group and it's Willie oh, Nelson. Yeah. Uh, Chris Christopherson, Merle Haggard, and Johnny Cash. You imagine what that uh, green room smells like? Oh, gee, you can't farts and whiskey, whiskey and farts and <laughs> combos. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> no, so they had a concert like from like that time, and I was like, oh, cool! I've only heard the the one song they do called Highwaymen. Have you heard it? I uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, it's this. <laughs> it's this awesome like hacky meta song. And I remember hearing it as a kid, I loved it because it's like this ins- it's not a country song, which as a kid, I didn't really get because you know, w- no drinking, no drugs, no women. Right. But this, I was like, this is a fucking song. So basically the premise of the song is each of those guys has a part and there are these men. And at the end of each of their verses, they, the, the, the character they're singing about dies. All right, and then the um, next guy picks it up. So it's like this reincarnation song until it gets to Johnny Cash. Oh, so of course they the the anchor is Willie Nelson starts and he sings about being this like velveteen sort of like rogue highwayman who steals from rich people like Robin Hood's with a plume in his hat, and then he gets caught and he gets hung. Okay, <laughs> so then Chris Christopherson picks it up and he sings about being a sailor. And you're like, oh, cool, a pirate. <laughs> Right. He's like, nah, just a regular old fucking sailor. I'm like, oh, okay. How'd he die? Caught in a storm, fell off the ship. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> so then it goes to Merle Haggard. <laughs> and I wish I was in like the, the pitch. Wait, Merle Haggard or Johnny Cash? Merle Haggard is All the right. third. Okay. So I'm going to skip Merle Haggard and go to the end and then come back. So Merle Haggard <laughs> does his, in comparison, is amazing. Ends with Johnny Cash, who like, it starts off and he's like, I drive a starship. <laughs> He's a fucking starship captain. Wow. And his verse is literally about flying to the end of the universe and like meeting, like just dying and like being able to choose what he wants to come back as. So you have this like the two anchors. Yeah. So again, it was a ro- highway rogue robber. Yep. yep. Yeah, just a sailor. A yachtsman. Yeah, guy in a boat. Uh, Merle Haggard uh, sings about. <laughs> He just goes, I was a damn builder. (laughs) (laughs) He's just fucking humping boxes. Like, can you, like, that room? So it's like, okay, pitch something. You could be anything. You could be anybody. No, no, I'm good. Uh, You want to be a what? Uh, No, dig ditches. (laughs) Uh, You got to spice that up a little bit, Merle. Build a dam. And he literally just, he falls into the dam and dies. But I got to tell you. Wait a minute. Oh, he fell, He fell, huh? That was the death? Yeah. Not a old age? Because that's where I saw that So, going. yeah, he's cribbing fucking <laughs> Chris Christopherson. He's like, oh, he said fall. My guy falls, too. <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> but 
in the scheme of things, oh no, I guess I get. And Johnny Cash followed it all, right? Johnny, With Starship yeah. Cap. Yeah, so he brought heat. He's he brought heat. He's so far in the future. He's at the end of the known universe. He's seeing whatever God is and talking to it. And it's like, what do you want to do now? And he's like, I could be anything. I could come back as a highwayman. I could come back as a drop of rain. But they cut the part where he actually just. Uh, Builds God a dam on the moon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With Merle Haggard. Did you reincarnate my Goonie friend and have him build you a dam? Oh, man. I got to listen to. Oh, okay. Good segue. Speaking yeah. of songs, I have a song to play for you. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. Um, let me cue it up here. Um, I guess I can do. And we, so we watched the concert. Those yeah. guys have the one song together. And then, so then they all do kind of like their highlights, and then they're done. And then it comes to the obligatory encore, mm-hmm. and you see the, their faces as they come out. The smug looks. I was like, encores are for egotists. Sure. Either you play full balls and then you leave, but they just had this like, I guess we'll give them what they want. And I was like, fuck you. I don't want to hear another song. What'd they give them? Another Highwayman? No, they just did like a Johnny Cash medley. Uh <laughs> I uh I was at a uh, I saw an encore recently. It was a um, fuck. What's her name? Eve Six. Two encores. The best <laughs> two part. Encores. Two encores and seven guitar changes. What uh, McDonald's did you see Eve Six at? That. Thank you for saying that. Because as soon as we walk in, uh, Meg, my girlfriend Meg, who's a musician also, um who hasn't played Madison Square Garden like Eve Six claims they did, although I don't think they were even big enough for... They play MSG. a song called Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah. We played Madison Square Garden. But, uh, and they had a... Uh, he had, like, an existential crisis on stage. Like, he would, in between songs... All right, all right going A to Z, baby. Yeah. Eight, I'm going sent, one sentence yeah. at a time. So we got Eve Six, you and Meg at Me and Eve Meg. Six. And as soon as she walks in, she goes, Oh, I played for more people than this on... Saturday. I went, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Eve. Where were you seeing them at? Uh, it was in Charleston, South Carolina. And, at uh, this, a stadium there? Yeah. It was, a, it was a cool place. And, and, and I'm not even giving them a hard time. I would fucking I want to give, give them my, a hard time. Uh, genitals to be an Eve <laughs> Six playing this club. They got, they got a, I know they got a meal. I know, and I know they got hotel. <laughs> that club owner ain't screwing them out of that money either. <laughs> hotel, meal. Probably and that, got a show lined up the next night. And that meal includes a side, one side. <laughs> probably a brew. Um, so, I mean, I'm not – and 200 people there probably. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Two encores, people asking for it, and then wishing they hadn't when it's not hard in a blender again. <laughs> uh, where was I going? Eve 6 played – oh, but in between songs, he was like, you know, we had this one hit. That ended up being a love song that wasn't even supposed to be a love song. And all of a sudden, now we're a hit band. And we're too young to be a hit band. So here I am in oh, beaches. God. And I was just like, you oh. fucking deal with that shit in your own time, in your yeah. own head. Don't put that shit on and us. And then he's like, a lot of people said we, we made it too young. Well, look at me now, Dad. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. His dad's in the back. Do the song, you loser! <laughs> Blender. My, my dad's our manager. And I think, I swear to God, this happened. I had to make, I, can I say this? I don't belong at concerts. 
I don't, I don't know either. what to do with my arms, I don't, my yeah. legs, whether I keep, whether my knees stay taut and straight, whether I do a, like, like a, um, a rock one knee, put a yeah. heel up, heel down. I would like if they could do like what they used to, like uh, a hook, like what bullies used to do to nerds. Just grab <laughs> me, hang me on a hook. Yeah. I'll watch the show from the hook. That way I don't have to move. I got exactly. a good view. People leave me alone. Bring me a drink. I don't have to move. Just yep. hang there. That's it. And you cross. Then you realize you cross your arms, and then in your own, this is probably in my own yeah. head. You go. Well, now you're acting Stuff defensive. Shirt. Yeah. Look at you. Not yeah. open. Now, Not open to the good time. Oh, oh concerts. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. Uh, where was I going? E six concert shouldn't be at concerts. Case showing. Uh, showing t- I saw some tin. The rap ring's going. <laughs> um. Fuck. What was the encore? Did they? I didn't just... know any of their songs. Oh, uh, that was it. Um, I swear to God, there was one point where he said, and by the way, I want to give a shout out to my sister and her family that's here. They weren't there. I don't think they showed up <laughs> or they were They were in the back. It was they were like, just glad to get him out of the house for two hours. I was, uh, I was like, I was at a wedding on Uncle Friday. Eve's um, a real sourpuss. <laughs> Evie and Sixer. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what that was. Oh, That's speaking of crappy, the crappy '90s bands, did you read the thing about um, Third Eye Blind? Did they finally jump off a of, uh, blender? <laughs> uh, if only. <laughs> I guess they, for they for whatever reason, were asked to perform at a periphery Republican National Convention show. Mm-hmm. They had so to take they that said gig. yes. Of course they did. They did the show. And then they did this, like, because all the articles I read were like, Third Eye Blind sticking it to the RNC. I read the article. They basically just, like, turned heel, like, wrestling and just insulted the audience, wouldn't play the hits, were just goading the audience. Uh, and they started booing. And they were like, and just, like, being dicks about it. Like, we... You guys fucked up for hiring us. That kind of thing? Yeah, they were like biting the hand that fed them. Splashing toilet water on that crowd? <laughs> and the best thing is the last line was, people left very unfulfilled. And my first thought was, well, you did go see Third Eye Blind. Yeah, you would have left unfulfilled anyway. But I, I was just thinking... I want to see the one guy that left fulfilled. Perhaps people were booing because they were acting like douchebags. Right. And not because they were offended about him talking about his gay cousin... But if you tangentially, he did. That's what they said in the article. Like, he took a time out to talk about his gay cousin. More context. Context is key, third eye. To, yeah, exactly. Like, so I'm a gay cousin. I, I would boo you if it's like, get on with the fucking show. And then they're not playing songs they're known for. Like, you can do whatever you want, but I think like even you guys the, are being dicks. Even the gay cousin in the crowd would be like, I have a point. Yeah, right. Don't just Get to it. call me a, a gay relative. <laughs> no, I, so I got a gay cousin. Anyways, uh, it was like don't jump off of the, the, the ledge, my friend. <laughs> I don't don't jump off. Don't you? They're they're hit. Don't jump off of the bridge, l- my, bridge friend. my friend. <laughs> no, but I just thought it was funny <laughs> that they would take the job and then shit on it. Of course, but just they don't do have the any other work. jobs. Exactly. You six didn't have an opener. Go back to the fucking Dunkin' Donuts and Jesus. spout your bullshit. And that's the thing. These guys, anybody in the 90s. No like press back is when, bad press. When you had an, a physical album 
and I think, and you had like a number one hit, like you're still doing good. Like that was when, maybe not, I don't know. I think they fucked up by having to take that gig. They spent all their money on expensive palm trees and uh, uh, (laughs) big Montanas. (laughs) So fuck those guys. Um, Do you remember in high school, they... uh, when uh, Pierce, South Dakota was a suicide, teen suicide capital of the world? That's all I could think about. I didn't even hear your story. I was just going through the motions because all I could think yeah. about was that video. And the, the <laughs> Third Eye Blind cut a suicide video, which was the best lo-fi cheese ball. It had that guy on a like CG ledge, so it was super cheesy, early green screen, and he was, don't step off that ledge, my friend. And he's like balancing, and he sings the first part, and then turns to the camera, and is like, no, this is serious. Teen suicide's a real thing. It's like, boo! Oh. <laughs> Actually out loud in class, boo! No, I was listening to your story. I was just joking. But I, I remember that video, but I also, in retrospect... Bullshit! South Dakota is the tourism board in, in charge of that video. In charge of the suicide, yeah. <laughs> tourism and teen suicide board. There is no way that Pure South Dakota is the suicide capital of the world because every city in the world is bigger than Pure South Dakota. So it's, I think it was an, per. They were cooking the not cooking the books, but they were using the math because of the it was per capita. What does per capita mean? Is that per head? Yeah, it would be like one out of 100. So but it's aggregated to the, the... So 17 suicides in New York, meh, it doesn't right. really work. But in a town of 15,000 people, <laughs> seven is like, That's there goes our future. Suicides. Yeah, That's yeah. the future. Um, it's per capita, and then what's the one that's per land mass? Uh, per foot? Per foot. Yeah, got it. Um, Most teen suicides per foot. <laughs> Bodies everywhere. Fruit by the foot. <laughs> oh, fruit by the foot. I got. I got. Uh, now let me get to this. Cue up this horrid. I, I did cue this song up, and uh, I I purposely didn't post it on Facebook because I wanted to. I didn't want you to get drop even, it on. I me. didn't want to even give you a taste. Oh god. So uh, let's make sure. Here we go. <clears throat> huh? Oh. Are you ready or not? Here we come. It's roast beef and laughter on a white wheat bun. It's everything jokey and everything fun. Um, yeah, I'll have the pickles. And tickles? Um, sure. Let's see, the, uh, the artichoke hearts. And smart jokes about farts? Uh. Oh, you guys. So hold on to your fucking hats, cause improv hoagie is where it's at. Now before you say anything, our 10 year is fucking birthday clowns? I just want to tell you, stay off that ledge, my friend. Because that's how I feel when I heard that. He just grabbed me by by the briefs and pulled me out of the window. Oh. Holy shit! But Henning kills it in that song. That wasn't Henning. He no. Henning oh, was as the, one the, the driver, yeah. A curious sort. Oh. oh, take this one for example. That's for another day. Yes, you'll <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah. I actually like that one. Although Canadian I forgot these even existed. I will sort. stop it because that is for a, that is for another day with Henning. But um, 
Henning killed it in that. Oh, yeah, he was his, hilarious. His response is like, oh, oh you guys. Guy. That was good. Everything else m- makes me that, sick. And for anybody who was still listening after <laughs> that, that's just a taste of the high-caliber songwriting that Jerk Practice has as we were shitting on Eve Six and Third Eye Blind. <laughs> yeah, right. Out of joke hearts and jokes about farts. <laughs> And that sketch God. was I could I'd been tr- uh, Casey I'd been trying to figure out what now I know what sketch that involves yeah I I'd forgotten that song existed I'd forgotten the sketch existed all I could remember was thirteen years ago we did a sketch with an air horn and that's all I had just a black canvas in my brain with an air horn an actual like boat air horn going off and I was like what the fuck was that. Sketch. It was our hilarious send-up of improv, which was far less funny than a bad improv. It was. Set. We were burning improv, yeah. so we were taking it to the man. Yeah, sticking it to him. And it was so. Take that improv Olympics. So much going on, as I recall, and so fucking bananas that I still don't know what's going on. I know it started with that song. Yeah. We came out as improv hoagie, and then we just blasted people in the ears with this air horn. That yeah. we had rehearsed because we over rehearsed so much. Did it run out of air horn juice? We ran out of juice, <laughs> so we didn't even get the cues. Because why would we use it? Just an air. We we had to get a physical air horn. Oh yeah, we had to go to a boat store. It's before Amazon. We had yeah. to go to whatever a boat store is. A what would you call it? Yacht a marina. Club? A marina. A marina. Yeah. A yacht club <laughs> and buy air horns. We had to put a, like the Three Stooges going into a yacht club. We had to dress up like ah, oh, we'd uh. like one air horn. God, and then because why would we? Why would we just take an yeah. air horn sound? And then effect? of course we rehearsed it for six months, so it ran out of air horn juice. <laughs> and I think we realized like it literally ran out the last rehearsal, the stage rehearsal, the dress. That's what they the call dress. it in the bist. Yeah, and um, and we're, we're, I think our, our buddy Adam was doing the tech for us. God bless him. God bless anybody that's been in our tech booth, other than that guy that uh, he did say was had nice really legs. Aggressive. What's that? He did say he had nice legs. Who's that? <laughs> if you're talking about the aggressive guy that would shout, <laughs> fucking s- would swear at us from the tech booth when he screwed up. Well, we would really be waiting. Yes, I am talking. I don't know what the legs part is. Did he act- wait? Did he not only shout at us? Did he heckle us too? Yeah. <laughs> we know how to pick our sound guys. The only sketch group to. Have- <laughs> They met a heckler and were like, can I hire you? <laughs> you? We need this guy. Can I pay you to sit in the booth and talk shit about us? I just remember it was a cue that we, and by the way, like the rest of these, we were very, very cue heavy in our shows. Oh, yeah. Like if that, if we didn't get that cue, 45 minutes. That would have gone. been a two hour show. Well, it wouldn't have, we fumbled it wouldn't to have the been end. a show. Yeah, exactly. So. We we I feel like we got a little better with that, but this guy, we were on stage, and you and I needed a cue to start off a sketch, uh-huh. and I think we had been doing it long enough to where we were just like, can we, can you hit play? Like, well, we're not in yeah. character yet, so yeah, hit play. I think it's track two. I'm doing my fucking best, you jerk offs. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, okay. I think we'll it was in it, it was in a show. It was a simple video cue, and he kept fumbling oh, it up, and we kept cue. explaining it. And it got to the point where it was getting so uncomfortable, I just went like full-on dad and came out on stage and just said, Hit the fucking red button! <laughs> I didn't say fucking. I said, Hit the red one! And he went, Fuck you! 
And I went, well, well that's glad that was after the first sketch. That's uncomfortable for our girlfriend, our only two people in the audience. Oh, yeah. Our girlfriends and then Greg Stone who just uh, is going to uh, take his entrances from the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I love how loose. I remember you yelled at me one time. Like, sometimes when you just, uh, I remember you were like, you don't want to do this fucking show anyway. I went, yeah, I do. You're in fucking flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> And you're right. I was hoping you'd see that and say, you know what? Cancel it. Uh, the Nobody's best here. is the most frustrated we got. And it's going to be so funny when it comes out of my mouth because it's going to be like, you fucking keep dreaming, Johnny Dreamer. You keep dreaming. You'll get that gold ring. Uh, we had a, a comedian that would host and book the show. His name was Sean Patton. And uh, so he'd book the comedians and then. We were rehearsing for the show, just doing our normal thing. He was like, oh, oh no. I used to work for uh, Amy Heckerling. Uh, I know her assistant. They're going to come to the show. You need to set up who that is, I think. Uh, director of Clueless, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Good enough. Uh, so, stars in my eyes. Oh, yeah. And it was like, so we just like kicked. And we were doing like, <laughs> why we didn't pivot to sketches we just know from heart that we know all, are funny. All fresh. No, all we're going to do really awesome, abstract, really weird sketches. I guess that that sticks in my head as the most, like one of the most abstract shows we did. But I think it's just because, you know, because she was there for about two minutes until she oh, walked. Oh, no. Right? And here's what happened. So we were like just <laughs> fucking, we got so frustrated with each other. As a group, like, just like, oh, let's take a fucking walk. Oh just like muttering, like, oh, fucking, we got this fucking director coming. I was like, I don't, like, we're going to be in Clueless fucking too, <laughs> as the jokesters. Oh, God. Uh, so we come back and we're like, okay, we'll do the show. Uh, Sean opens the show, does, does about, like, whatever, two minutes, whatever. He calls our friend uh, John O'Donnell up. And oh. this is when he was in a weird place. Mm -hmm. I'll just put it. And he... Came up in a bathrobe, a wife beater, uh, silky boxer briefs, and a box full of his baby pictures. <laughs> and talked for 10, 15 minutes? I'll say 15. It was hard to get him off the stage at that time. Uh, and then it was us. Mm -hmm. uh, so we go on stage, probably Mr. Q. Got Amy Heckerling was like, I've had enough of this fucking nonsense. Did she? St she did stay for us though. For the and beginning. I'm not saying that like, come on, she stayed for, for us. us. Yeah, I'm just no. saying, holy shit, she stayed through Johnny. But I think I would have too, because that's. Yeah. I mean, that's performance art. Let's He's gonna say. snatch you up if you get up. Yeah, you're on his radar. I mean, sometimes Johnny. He's like a great white shark. He's just trolling the waters. So, uh, our friend Johnny O'Donnell, who's. Um, what show is he? He's on a show called Redacted Tonight. Mom, if you're listening, you should check it out. Um, <laughs> Aunt Karen. It's really good. So our friend Johnny's this amazing comedian, and we lived with him for a while, and he just went through like a phase. I love how we're tiptoeing. He got sick for a while, and he would show up at shows, uh, and, and uh, he wouldn't do his traditional material that would kill. For a while, he was just getting up, and he would... Um, he was just wearing a dashiki, oh, and he would get on stage. He was wearing a dashiki. He would open an umbrella, and he would just sing Bob Marley songs. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't get – and so it would make sense. So we lived, we lived in this area, Long Island City, which was by a comedy – and, and by a, what's now a pretty well-known – not well-known, but a, 
what, what would you say about the creek in the cave? Established yeah, comedy it's established club. Established comedy club. Yeah. But Johnny's the reason comedy is there. <clears throat> yeah. Like it is all Johnny. Um, I mean, all Johnny that brought it, and then people kept it afloat. Yeah. But uh, us, right? Yeah. Weekly shows, new oh, content yeah. every week. Us, baby. Um, For the bartender and the fucking. So like he would pop up on shows, and but no matter where I was, like I was at UCB, and all of a sudden. Johnny just saunters up on stage. I'm like, what is... Oh, there he is. Dashiki. <laughs> Umbrella. Hits it. Nobody could get Don't him Don't you know stage. that's bad luck? He's fucking... I mean, and, in retro, and at the time, it's like, you know, it's... There's nothing... And we lived with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it just wasn't funny at the time because he, he was... Where am I? It's getting too serious. It was crazy. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. Uh, it was weird and it was fun. It was a funny time. We walked to Amy, Amy Heckerling. Uh, uh, oh, God, I just remember it was so bad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We Dreams don't. of Stardom through Amy Heckerling. We've, uh, w- uh, let's see, we've walked to Amy Heckerling. We've, I don't think we walked, but I don't think we particularly impressed Steve Buscemi's brother. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, he's a good guy. Yeah, he didn't stick around to say good show, guys. I heard he liked it <laughs> in my dreams. Oh, God um, bless our friends. What was I going to say? Uh, so, Henning's not here. Last episode or two episodes ago, we talked about a movie, a well-known film. Well, lesser-known film. Uh-huh. Private Racist Goes Private to Racist School. Private Racist School to School, yeah. And I have a trailer for it, but <laughs> I'm not going to release it. Until we can get the proper... We need our John Candy slash yeah. Ernest P. Worrell. We need the real man. Uh, well, I was thinking he would play... I didn't even give the actress a name. I just called her civil rights survivor. But <laughs> Dean Wright. Dean but Wright. So I will spoil... Um, should I spoil anything? All right, I'll spoil... This is a, a, a segment between um, Commander and Private. So it goes... Um, uh, let me give you the first taste, and that's it. So... Uh, he's gone to the. Uh, start there off it the is. Day, right? Yeah, <laughs> go right. back to the well. All right. So I, I got to do it. So this is not. It doesn't start dramatic. It starts funny. Starts funny. Yeah. So and then leans into the drama. Uh, he's gone to the woods. He's saved Easter. He stayed up late, and he's had a big dunk. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. I got to start again. Um, <laughs> phone's going off. Sorry. All right. All right. So okay back he's gone to the woods no not the he's gone to woods <laughs> he's saved easter he stayed up late had a big dunk and swam the middle passage but he's but uh but uh, wait uh but he's back and he's going to school hold on and he wait he's back no private racist is going to school I think I'm messing this up. <laughs> and then, so then it cuts to the scene. Racist. Your GE bills come through. Oh, really? Wow, that's great. Where am I going? The North. <laughs> and also, then, can I say, because we've said it and then you repeated it, it's, I heard it and I was like, oh, you dummy. It's the GI bill. No. Yeah. <laughs> Did we say it last time, too? We said it like a thousand times. The GE bill. The GE bill. That's that's like your... I pay a GE bill every month. <laughs> right, exactly. To Con Ed. Right, <laughs> the electric factory. And then I'll just give you one more taste, guys, and then we'll really get to um, 
featuring What's Eating Gilbert Gump's Hanky Depp and Hanky. the Memphis Three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doesn't, Hank, doesn't that name Hanky, Hanky Depp, Depp make you like uh, a kind of turry? It's like a second Turry the toilet, curry toilet Ugh. in your mouth. So you have that to look yeah. forward to. Um, I was going to say, I saw this thing. Are, do you, you know like about Vice? Like that Vice magazine? Yeah. Uh, I saw a commercial. Indie rag. Indie rag. Uh, I saw a commercial. They have their own TV station. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make fun of it so we'll never be on it. Oh, great. Yeah. No, but like Vice magazine, you know, it's like, in my mind, it's written by the fucking cool bartender that tries to sell you drugs. Oh, yeah. Just scummy. Like, mm-hmm. you talk with him because he likes to talk about himself. Right. Like, that's how I picture everybody at Vice magazine. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. scumbummy, like, oh, no, let's... Because they showed a clip for the... Wait, wait, they're scumbunny, it's scumbunny, scum, wait, hold on. They're scumbunny, buzzy? Scumbummy. Scumbummy, but then you trail off, what? Yeah, because I'm, I'm really high on something. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm in character. <laughs> no, but they had a commercial, and the, the show's called Vice Land. Yeah, and it was just this really quick edit of action, and then what was going on. And I was like, "You suck, you suck." This isn't TV, and it was like a list, you know, basically like, like it was just like a what we love the most, like a what the fuck list of nonsense things, like Chinese blacks, urinal drinking games, old fag singing metal standards. <laughs> it's just this incendiary <laughs> stuff, and it was like kids boxing. Like urinal, like toilet races, pie, pie at the toilet, like drunk ostrich races. It's just like that isn't the thing. Those aren't real things. These were just clips of fake clips things. of things. Yeah, that were happening. I got you. Oh yeah. Um, I just thought it was like what? It's news. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, indie news. I have a uh, um, I have a story to give you. Oh, perfect. Uh. So after we recorded, uh, after we, more bist terms, recorded, um, <laughs> the I was, I couldn't keep it together. So I was taking a, a yoga class and this summer I've been wearing uh, a pair of shoes to the ground without socks. I don't know if you know what happens when that happens, but, uh, just mutant yeah. feet smell. Sure. Yeah. I was just giving up. Like I've only worn... Three shirts like and two pairs of short, shorts in the last four months. Yeah. Just recycle, baby. Save yeah. the water. GE Bill. GE Bill. You know? That's why you get it. Um, so my feet were horrendous. And when you're in yoga, whether you're fucking... Whether you're fucking... Gen, your dick smells. Ever, yeah. <laughs> no shower. You're gonna, you're gonna smell it yourself real quick. Because oh, of the way that's it works. the worst when you smell yourself. You're like, <gasps> you, just go, you go, there's no. I'm so sorry, everyone else. <laughs> there's no fucking way. No one they else say you this. can't. There's because they say you can't really smell yourself. How bad until you, are. you do, and, and then, then when you, you should do, just give up. You are really in bad shape. So I'm in leaning monkey or whatever we call uh-huh. it. I'm in downward dog, and I push and I smell the my old sky hook. I smell my feet <sighs> so fucking bad, like. Clear like room. Uh-huh. It's the in the room now, and it, the class I was in was a class I was invited to uh, to help new instructors. Yeah, and so when you're the instructors are new, they're fresh. They want to. Uh, they were kind of being um, observed too, so you want to be like 
I don't know, you dress to impress, let's mm-hmm. say. Yeah. So they're helping people with poses oh, and holding people. And one thing that Of course, hap- your calf and ankle weren't in the right spot. One thing that happens in yoga to help people, um, I don't know, decompress. It actually feels really good unless you're conscious, self-conscious about your feet is they will come over when you're in a position called child's pose and your, your feet uh, are laying down on their front Toe side down, so your yeah. your, soles your soles are, are up. up. Yeah, uh, and sometimes the yoga instructor will come and step on your feet, like soul to soul, <laughs> and that'll feel really good. It'll like it's like kind of somebody walking on your back. This yoga instructor just did it with her hands, like the Joker at the end of Batman. <laughs> These <laughs> balloons, <laughs> exactly. Money, money, money. Who do you love? She just jump up. <laughs> just rob everybody's gym bag. Yeah. She touched my feet and then she went uh, in the front like Robert Wool. Or was that his? And, yeah, and yeah. just uh, passed, out. passed out in the garbage sacks. <laughs> no, but she touched it and she didn't say anything, but we both knew it. She touched my feet. And you know when you touch something like smelly feet? Yeah. Like. Even if you say she didn't smell it, yeah, which she did. There's no way she. There's didn't. no way she didn't. She squished but the fresh she, one out. She's. It's too late. Like you know when you get a stink on your hand. Oh no! And it just stays you there. You can't. You can't get rid of it. No. Maybe after five washes. So she had that. You skunked and I, her. And I know that she's got to take a I, bath in tomato juice. Because I touched my own feet foot when i smelt it right away i did a sly slide and smelled it and gave myself a whip i just went whoo it's gonna be a long hour it was like an hour and a half to get through if it was a cartoon your nose would have popped off your face grabbed its briefcase and went i'm out of here (laughs) i've had i've had sessions of yoga where uh you know like the reason bo exists is because the bacteria that you create the sweat you create uh, tr- either attracts bacteria or creates bacteria. The stink is the bacteria. The stink shit. is the bacteria shit that yeah. then the bacteria consumes and lives on and shits and oh, the mission no, so cycle. It's just shit, shit. Just shits, shit. That's why it stinks so bad. So when I'm like in a yoga class with the same pair of shorts for like five days, and you're doing the shit, shit while the bacteria is doing the shit, shit. Have you ever had some put on something that's so sweaty and been sitting around that it it no longer smells like bo? It just smells like must cat urine. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I had Ooh. in class. Just like that sharp, sharp like <laughs> as you're like, my gosh darn cats, <laughs> gotta go to the vet. The fly, you know, flies by and the nostril <laughs> opens up. Yeah. Hey, we're trying to eat here. <laughs> um, oh God, gross. Do Let's see. I did I the same thing, but it was like, I don't know why this came up, but when Ashley and I were driving back from uh, uh, Indiana, we stopped at a, a re- this rest stop, just like a, your normal divey rest stop. We had to use the bathroom, and then we were going to buy waters because we can just use the bathroom and leave. It's, yeah. It can't. It just makes me feel weird. Uh, <laughs> Midwest guilt. You yeah, got to yeah, buy well, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we both... Go to the bathroom, and uh, we both had like similarly odd, as you do in truck stop bathrooms, just weird. So I came out and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And Ashley was doing the same thing, and I was like, "I got a story for you." And she's like, "I got a fucking story for you." So she tells me hers, and it's like this giant woman, like pants down, giving herself an insulin shot, 
in the mm. ass. Yeah. Like these kids running around, like playing with the toilets. And I was like, oh, that's fucked up. And I was like, well, I was washing my hands at the sink. And there were two sinks. And I look over. There is a box with a hot plate. <laughs> but it's open. Oh, yeah, the hot plate, new hot plate is next to the sink. Brand new? Yeah. Okay. Relatively new. And then one of those small rice cookers with a spatula on it, <laughs> all plugged in. Oh, God. I was like, I just stood there and looked at it. And then I turned around and, like, there was a guy behind me, but I didn't want to make eye contact in case it was his little trampy bathroom stove. <laughs> so many scenarios ran through my head and I couldn't think. It was like 10 feet away is a subway attached to this thing. All these snacks, like, it was meant for food. Someone was making food in the bathroom. This is not, like, a mistake. Dr. Toilet's in there. A long-lost relative. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, how, I mean, it's almost even stranger if it's a mistake. Like, some guy's cooking, and then all of a sudden it clicks. Like, somebody's like, hey, buddy, this is the bathroom. He goes, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's why I couldn't find the vent. Although there is a vent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why vent. That's why I couldn't find the spatula. Because at I first, looked in the tank. I thought it was one of those like bathroom attendant stations. And I was like, oh, that's odd. <laughs> For a truck a, stop. Get you a bowl of gum, cologne, bowl of sticky rice. <laughs> <laughs> Some bad dye. You eat it with sticky rice is even worse because you eat it with your hand. That's and then a you can funny wash idea. them in the sink. Can I get you an empanada? <laughs> Tip, please. Tip, please. Come on. Come on. No, and I, because I thought, I was like, oh, of course, I was like, oh, hot towel. This is a bathroom attendant station. I'm in a fucking truck stop. That's a hot plate. That's a rice cooker. What? The, someone lives in this bathroom. And then I was like, what sort of awesome scenario is it like a sitcom where, like, old Charlie, like, camps out in the bathroom, like, <laughs> tries to find a reason to be in this truck stop every day? But there, when the lights go out, like that kid's book, when they camp out at the fucking Natural History Museum. It's like the terminal. Yeah, that was yeah. Hanky Depp. Hanky Depp. Hanky Depp. Uh, that truck reminds stop me bathroom. of um, uh, 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 Meg and I, we were, uh, years ago, we were at the gym and we were finished. And she was, we both went into the changing rooms. She comes out and she's like, both kind of shaking her heads. And she's, I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah. Women walking around, just put on a towel or a shirt. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guy in there getting a blowjob yelled at me for looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the, the gins of Manhattan. Like, you are the, you're the wet blanket. Yeah. Like, hey, come on. It's, it's, it's a sauna. <laughs> I want you to Get walk out of here, pal. You're like, fucking guy getting a blowjob. Put a towel on it, buddy. But I remember, I remember there used to be a guy at the gym that would, <laughs> that would just hang out by the showers and just walk into people's showers. Like the one <laughs> oh, excuse me. And so constantly you would hear just, hey, get out of here, <laughs> you prostitute. But like sometimes, sometimes I'm sure the guy was just like, oh yeah, I'm going to fuck this guy. But many, many times the guy was, was like, just get the fuck out get of here, Get the creep. fuck out of my shower. Just this bumbly sort of Inspector Clouseau, like, oh, excuse me, That was me. always the answer. Like, and then a big hand comes out and grabs him by the shoulder, and he's like, oh, I think I found where I'm going. What? But uh, sometimes, like, sometimes the answer, like, the response was like, take it easy. Take it fucking take easy. It easy. Oh, God. God. Um, 
Speaking of taking it easy, we just took it. Um, you think we should? Uh, uh, what do you? What did Henning call it? A side swipe? What's it called when you hit the marker? How much time we have left? Uh, that's an that's an hour. Oh, okay, perfect. I was gonna have if we had time, I wanted you to tell that story about that big red faced guy that was like high on like fucking like uppers that came oh, that lost his ID. Me. That guy, uh, I, let's see if I can remember. So this guy, just one of those guys, yeah, red face from steroids or uh, prescription drugs, Clearly right? a gym guy. A gym guy. But the like, kind of gym Hans was going to, like, Clouseau got him in the shower every now <laughs> exactly. and then. Exactly. Uh, so he, but his, no, but his gym card was the Y. <laughs> oh, God. I, even, the Y outside the RFK uh, project buildings. Oh. Um, but he was, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a guy that is so ripped, but he's too old to be that ripped. So yeah. like his muscles still fill his wrinkly skin. So it's not as wrinkly, but yeah. when he smiles, like his you entire can, face disappears. Like an old catcher's mitt. Yeah. And he was just gin red, like Bill Clinton's nose. You seen yeah. that recently? Yeah. That is a fucking. And he had like that longish blonde, like dyed blonde sort of mullety MacGyvery hair. Ugh. Like, clearly a man out of time. Like, he was a young man in the 1980s. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes in, and he... Were you here for this, or was it just me telling No, you I that? was there the next day. When he... Did he come in the next yes. day? Okay, good. That's what I was wondering. You so like, I can have the follow-up Okay, for so he comes in, and uh, he's, like, clearly already fucked up, and he's talking about... It wasn't Judy Garland... Farrah Fawcett. It was right after Michael Jackson, Farrah Fawcett died. Oh, shit. And he okay. was like, Farrah. How do you sound? He didn't sound like stereotypically gay or like a feat. Was he just super aggressive about really? everything? Really? He just, yeah, I guess he was a feat, but aggressive. He's like, Farrah Fawcett, she's a looker. I guess that's not very aggressive. <laughs> very gay. Very, yeah. <laughs> she's a looker. And it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, she's dead. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then. He, it goes right from like Farrah Fawcett. She's a looker. She's dead. Can I get a beer? Uh, you know that's right because you were like, we were always encouraged at this bar because it was such a divey bar. You'd get people fucked up, so you got conditioned to size someone up. Yeah. Before you gave them a beer, and there are many times where you're like, okay, cool. You serve someone immediately, they wilt, and you're like, oh, <laughs> god damn it, I fucked up. I know the next I three hours. Fucked up. They're never leaving because <laughs> you have to say it right away. Yeah. You can't let them get. If you let the them seat. get one, it's like inviting a vampire into your house. Yeah, exactly. Like they are gonna stay. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so you know, give me a beer. Uh, I said no. I mean, I'll get you water, but I, I, I don't think I'm gonna serve you. I said, give me a beer, you faggot. And I was just like, holy shit. And I was like, no, no. But this guy was like, remember the horse from Ren and Stimpy? (laughs) Like, he was just, the veins were coming out. And he was like, give me a beer, faggot. And I was just like, holy shit. You need to leave, sir. And then he fucking stamped the bar with his fucking hoof so hard that I felt like my knees shook. I felt the ground shake, and he just stared me fucking down. You know what? I'm totally wrong. I did serve this fucking guy. I served him. I served him, and then he. You were I, like, he's. I made up. the mistake. 
he was already fucked up, but I did serve him a beer, and then I served him another beer, and then he couldn't pay for it. Oh, that was it. Because the only thing he had was a library, a gym card, and his ID. His, I think his gym card was his ID. No, he had an ID and a gym card. Yeah, that was it. And so I was like, just give me those then. And at this point, like we had a boss that if somebody couldn't couldn't pay for a Coca Cola. He would call the police yeah. in New York City. He would yeah. call the police and want th- and like they'd be like, "Do you what? What are we doing here?" This guy couldn't pay for his coke. Which I, wasn't I coke. It's that fake fountain shit. So I <laughs> yeah, exactly. can't pay for his uh, cola with a K. And not only that, they were so scuzzy and cheese- cheap at this bar. They pr- they filled the vodka with fake vodka, or they filled the kettle one with Kharkov yeah. vodka. So they probably filled the fake coke. With fucking maple syrup. Oil. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh man, I'm trying to remember the story. He just got so Because you said he, lo- like you said, he banged on the bar. So Because I saw you, the- I worked the next day and you had come in for some reason. You were like, this guy fucking shows up. And you had said he was, he banged on the bar and he was like, I'm going to fuck you in the yeah, ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh, so it was one of those things where I'm behind the bar now. And this guy is so jacked and so clearly insane. And he's just told me he's going to fuck me in the ass that I'm like um, a rat in a cage now. Like I can feel like this guy's yeah, ready yeah, like, to juke. Gonna, like yeah. if I try and jump over the bar, he's, he's gonna got me around you. the neck yeah. before I even hit the ground. So I didn't know. And then he hits that bar so hard. I thought he was going to break the bar in half. And then I think fine. obviously he did just end up leaving after making a scene. But it's like one of those things where it's like. Uh, you you get like the those that knot in your uh-huh. stomach like that that natural animal uh, instinct yeah like I'm in fucking danger yeah. here. I had that that happened to me on Sunday. Similar story. It's 98 degrees out, uh, and I'll let you do the follow up to um the anti daymaker as I'll call him anti daymaker. So I'm walking down by the park over here where I live. And I, I'm, I'm probably staring, but I'm only staring because these basketball courts are empty. I guess it's really hot, but they're like really busy courts, like popular courts in New uh-huh. York City. So they're always like got big games going on. And I'm staring and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, it's a weekend and nobody's yeah. playing basketball. I guess it's hot. But there's one kid in there, shirt off, got a basketball under his arm. And I'm looking to go, oh, I guess he's there. And then all of a sudden... He just flings the basketball at the fence towards me, and, and two people are a little closer, and they kind of jump, and I'm, I'm still looking. Like, what? I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Do you want to play with me? And the guy I was with uh, turns and goes, oh, what was that? And uh, uh, the kid in the basketball court uh, just points at my friend. Yeah, and my friend looks at him, and he's from New York too. My friend yeah. looks at him and just gives him a thumbs up and keeps walking. And the guy puts up his index finger and gives him the no, 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 and points at me. <laughs> 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 Not only that, oh. I go, I go to my friend. I go, is this a is, New York thing? Was that was that me? He goes, ah, that guy's off his rocker. The kid then jumps onto. It, the, the basketball court surrounded yeah. by like um, a cement like barrier. Yeah. Now he's jumped, perched like the like um, a gargoyle, like a gargoyle staring at me, like ready to fucking pounce. 
And um, then my friend's like, yeah, that guy, like, that I see, he's getting yeah. nervous. Yeah. This guy grew up in Alphabet City in 1972. Jesus. And so we're walking. I was like, I guess that was for me. He's like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah that is that's yours. You. That's yours. looking over you his take shoulder. take that. So, again, I think we talked about it, but I got pure fucking Just, yeah. golden age R-U-B-E on uh-huh. my forehead. Yeah. I cannot get away from it. It's all. It's only when I'm having a good day. I remember I was walking to a bar to meet you right when we Must moved to New York. Must be that smile. Just beaming. You just- I was feeling good. I was off of work. I think I had the next day off. I was going to meet you at Rafifi, this cool comedy club. Yeah. We were like fresh in New York. And I might have had a bounce to my step. And I'm only about a block and a half away. And I walk by a guy. And he just goes, hey, pal, you're not cool anymore. <laughs> and keeps walking. I just go... That was it. And <laughs> deflated forever until right now. I'm still talking about it. So, um, I'm only 23. Do you want to, I'm sure you can be more, more coherent on, uh, what are, what were we calling? Return Anti-day? The anti-day maker. Any, any day maker. So Hans came in and told me that whole story about fucking old red face. <laughs> He's like, here's his ID and his gym membership. He's going to come back and look for it. So I think I looked at Hans. I just threw him in the garbage. I went, fuck it. And he went, cool. Fuck it. <laughs> So like an hour later, I'm sitting there like reading a book. This guy comes in like just sun behind him, dressed to the nines, like trench coat, hair coiffed, fresh, fresh face, freshly showered. Just comes in and does one of those raps on the bar like, hey, excuse me. I was like, oh, hey. And as he's talking, I look at him and I can see sort of that Jekyll and Heidi, Bruce Manor Hulkness. I was like, this is the fucking. So I immediately like tense up because I was like, "It'll hit you like." I was uh, like, "I think it's going to be round two, but it's me this time." Guys are so safe. What's yeah. that movie hit you like? Yeah, usual suspects. <laughs> usual suspects. Uh, and he's just like, um, "I was just wondering. Uh, I think I may have left my ID here last night." <laughs> and I just paused and I was like, uh. "And then you know, like turned and did the lip service, like opened the drawer. Nah, man, don't see it." And he went. Huh. <laughs> Had quite a night last night. <laughs> Just walked out. Oh, quite Amazing. a night. I had quite a night. Of course. He had hate sex with many people that night. <laughs> exactly. One of them was almost you. Oh, yeah. I, but he's uh, like, I'm not leaving my ID. These, the cops aren't going to pin this on me. There was a, you know what? You know how you can tell Henny's not here? He's not stopping us. Um, there was a, uh, <laughs> he's not saying, guys, that's an that's hour. An hour. Uh, what we'll end with this and then, um, um, uh, why would I go into it? It's like my California raisin, which I didn't yeah. even start back up on. Yeah. Next. Uh, there was one time this woman, I'm just opened the bar. She, she comes in and I can see in her eyes the, that she's not seeing me. I see the, the effect of the drugs in her eyes yeah. so hard. Like, it's almost like, like, like that comically, like I look into her eyes and I just see flames. Like I look into her eyes and I know she's not seeing me. She's literally seeing Satan like, like laughing, like evilly laughing. Like she's not hearing me say, can I help you? She's saying, let's go away to the fiery lake. (laughs) So she just comes in and she's just looking at me. She just goes, get me a hamburger. And I go, whoa, um, I'm not open yet. She just goes, can I just hang out here? I go, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then she starts really getting close to me. And she looks rough. Yeah. Really fucking like, like Hannibal 
stick me with an AIDS needle, rough. It, Remember that at the beginning? The, yeah, the, yeah. Before, I think that was considered unacceptable to have uh, your um, antagonists uh, uh, give people AIDS. weapon, <laughs> give them an AIDS needle. Anyway, I was just like, she's going to cut me with something. Or I, I'll always remember that, that there's that story of the guy in the New York subway who uh, some homeless guy or some, some somebody off his rocker was giving somebody a hard time in the subway, like, give me a dollar. And the guy just like, probably, probably a guy from mm-hmm. Midwest went, excuse me, pal, you leave, you, leave that young lady alone. Sorry. Excuse me, pal, leave that young lady alone, please. And the guy stabbed him in the eye with the big pen. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Only so, in New York. Only in New York. Pens so, ain't just for writing. So that's in the back of my head. So finally, this woman like keeps getting in my space, and I'm like, this is wrong. Like, I can see the drugs in her eyes. It's going to switch, mm-hmm. and she's just going to fucking get in my neck with these nails of hers or something. Yeah. So finally, she goes back out, and, I, and my salu- I was like, she's coming back. There's no way she's not coming back. Maybe she even said, like, I'll be back for that turkey burger. <laughs> so what all I can think of is I grabbed a ladder and set it by the door, like, just propped it up, leaning <laughs> so against the door. So you could home alone her? And so at this time, she didn't come back until about two hours, and I had customers at the time. And now I looked like a nut because she walked in, and I said, oh, no, 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 no. And I grabbed a ladder, and I just used the ladder to keep her at bay. <laughs> Like so a I lion tamer at the door with this ladder. And then I finally, uh, finally, I was like, you know what? She's sick. I'm going to do, speaking of Midwesterns, getting a pen in the eye. I'm going to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call. I think I did call the cops, but I didn't call 911. I just had the precinct number. I said, hey, guys, you got this woman. She's like fucked up on drugs. You need yeah. to like get her into like a hospital or something. And so like I go outside. I was like, yeah, she's like asleep on the corner. And she was. She was just like laying down. Cops show up, literally the precincts, this is like classic, classic cops, precincts a block and a half away. The cops show up 90 minutes later, and uh, uh, of course she's disappeared. Yeah. She's, she's... A figment of your imagination. Exactly. She never existed. But um, yeah, that's uh, Midwest dealing with... Uh, so we're going to end it strong. Hashtag Blue Lives Matter, baby. Go cops. Blue Lives Matter, baby. Is that, is that the... Um... Oh, you don't want to end it with pumps and a rum? Oh, God. More on. We'll tag that later. Yeah, that's our California raisins for this week. <sighs> that is a raisin rump right oh. in the goddamn toilet. I washed that. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Henning, end it. That's an hour. Thank you. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Rand it. Woo! Pumps in a rump, pumps in a rump, pumps in a rump.